Hi, my name is Simran Thapde and today I'm going to be talking about utilitarianism in Victorian England. Utilitarianism tries to create a just, complex system of ethics with the help of generalizing principles. So basically, principles that must be very simple can be used as a leading idea in the process of judging different human actions in general. Thus, utilitarianism claims to be applicable to the whole mankind. Now, let's circle back to more tastes basic idea of avoiding evil and maintaining the common weal as a guide for human actions its main constituent is the principle of utility leading to the utilitarian goal of increasing public welfare that is great happiness of the greatest number of people which all utilitarian theories have in common not only as an ethical system but also as the basics for legal and political reforms in the 19th century england so these included different acts that were that came into power because of the theory which included introduction to principles and morals and legislation in 1789 and also public health act in the year 1845 so basically utilitarianism gave rise to different acts and different legislative changes in the victorian era now it is to be noted that most utilitarian authors are english two of the most important are jeremy bentham and john stuart mill this phenomenon can be traced back to the special place england took during the period of enlightenment for in contrast to the rest of the europe where revolutions took place the english endeavored to maintain new ideas and preserve extremely liberal principles of individual freedom at the same time by reforms utilitarianism could develop freely now since utilitarianism could develop freely amongst people it also gave rise to different legislative acts so that it could finalize the entire idea and could come into existence in the society as a philosophical subject it derived from english imperialism which is based on the idea that only what is there that means just facts which are empirically existing are the ones that are extremely reliable on and therefore can be used as a real knowledge as a consequence metaphysics is not optional it's a mere mere speculation since it doesn't exist and i can't completely rely on it i truly can't use it as a measure for judging people's action therefore utilitarianism is slightly influenced by the french positivism which was obviously taking uh was quite an action during the time thus let's talk about french positivism so what it is that it states that the predominant aim of knowledge in general is the ma- man's ability to rule over nature you can't really rule over things if you don't know it doesn't exist which is why french positivism was kind of a base for setting utilitarianism in the english era that is victorian era now basically let's talk about jeremy bentham and his fundamental ideas on utilitarian theory Jeremy Bentham was a philosopher an economist jurist and a leader of the philosophical radicals a very predominant society existing in England 
he's also known as the father of utilitarianism because his underlying ideas were actually used to influence different political economical and social reforms in great britain he introduced the term principle of utility which says that every human action that maintains the public weal is demanded starting from the empirical assumption that everybody wants to satisfy his needs and wants is seen to be like a basic and a natural human fe- feature to strive for pleasure and avoid pain therefore things giving pleasures are considered valuable because they are useful and things causing pain are of course not in terminology of ethics this attitude is called hedonism on this basis together with the empirically one knowledge that social values are not a priori but develop out of experience it is now possible that bentham uh, for bentham to call everything that useful is good and both terms are synonymous value is thus based on appropriateness for giving pleasures human actions therefore have to pass the test of utilitarian test thus they are measured according to their consequences and their usefulness for the society therefore bentham's ideology or maybe his basis of utilitarian theory was used as a test to measure consequences therefore like we spoke the theory found its way in the society as well so basically in other words it means that it aims for having greatest happiness of the greatest number so more happiness in more amount and more quantity is the measure for right or wrong so if for example to judge a certain situation one would try to only see the amount of happiness it was it would cause to multiple people if it doesn't then it doesn't pass the test for utility there is no differentiation of pleasure and pain according to the quality that one might be experiencing what he wrote was quantity of pleasure being equal push pin is a good is as good as poetry the value of pleasure is measurable with the help of six circumstances firstly intensity duration certainty remoteness fruitfulness and purity thus he claims one can scientifically ascertain what is morally justifi- justified not only with the pap- panoptican benthin aimed at presenting the theory as being easily turned into practice but he also wrote with the idea of his model school an unsectarian day school called crestomanthia in which useful knowledge should be taught useful knowledge at first means facts that enable the learner to integrate himself into society as a useful member and second the exclusion of imagination the utilitarian idea is generally opposed to those theories that make the conscious the ultimate measure of right or wrong it is reason alone that enables to make judgments on the basis of mathematics and logic so this is all that bentham tried to propose and john stuart mill proposed a improvement for utilitarian theory 
He received a very strict and unusual extension by his father of education James Mill who tried to keep him away from the influences. In Mill's view psychology is the basis for all philosophy. Therefore his philosophy belongs to the branch of English positivism which is based on English imperialism and thus states that only the particular feelings are really given facts according to that outside world constitutes itself as consistent possibility for similar sensation so this is in general that philosophy ethics metaphysics all influenced the utilitarian theory which was based on french positivism thank you so much for listening to me talk about utilitarianism let's talk more about it soon thank you so much hi my name is simran dhavde my roll number is 3107 and for literature and gender studies i'll be analyzing three poems firstly her kind by ann sexton phenomenal woman by maya angelo and diving into the wreck by adrian rich so let's get started her kind by ann sexton is a thought provoking poem in which women discuss and celebrate their individuality and all things that set her apart from others her kind was published in the 1960s here the poet uses clear language imagery diction in order to allow her that is the speaker to speak life that she has lived or she would like to live she talks about how difficult it is to be a woman living with all such difficulties and expresses her concerns The poem is told through a series of images that define the life of a woman. She is separate from the rest of the world by all definition, a witch. The poet knows this is to be true and embraces it. By the end of the poem, she declares that she is not ashamed to die or to be burned at the stake of others who don't understand her. She is extremely proud of who she is and she does not plan on losing that for absolutely anyone. So Anne Sexton glorifies womanhood throughout her poem the passion for living a life of a witch and a rustic woman is the main theme of the poem so the structure of the poem is basically that it is a three stanza poem separated into a set of seven lines the rhyme scheme is a b a b c b c and there is a lot of repetition throughout the poem Her Kind by Anne Sexton is an image-rich poem that talks about femininity throughout by embodiment of a witch in a or a cave dweller and a rustic woman in the final stanza the tone of the persona turns out to be that of a village woman her tone reflects the rhythm of the village the literary devices include alliteration and metaphor however 
there is an example of transition as well in between the fourth and the third stanza so in the last line she talks about how she's been treated by the society and her methods in which she wants to get rid of all which is why she chooses to be a witch the second poem is phenomenal by maya angelo it taps into the themes of womanhood identity pride self love and self acceptance the main theme of being womanhood is celebrated throughout the poem the line i am woman propagates her self confidence in being a woman where she talks about how she does not care about stretch marks or her flabby arms but talks about inner glow and beauty the themes of self love and self acceptance is quite prominent throughout the poem in the last stanza the speaker says that her head is unbowed unbowed sorry and she accepts the way she is and she's quite happy and takes a lot of pride in presenting who she truly is she truly gives us an example on how everyone needs to accept their body and love their body no matter the stretch marks no matter how uh how our body structure is and how we really need to love our body so i truly loved the poem by maya angelo because it helped me understand about how self confidence is quite necessary for absolutely everyone to love themselves and to respect themselves she bluntly tells her reader on how often women think that uh there is something missing in them and how they need to change it but throughout the poem she has repeatedly uh stressed on the word i am woman and i'm phenomenal and since i'm phenomenal it's me so the inner mystery and the author's self confidence is quite evident throughout the poem and honestly this is one of my most favorite poem there are days when i do not feel confident about my body and then i read the poem and i feel yes i can do it so let's dive into the next and again the third poem is diving into the wreck written by the american poet adrian rich uh rich was an extending feminist poem and there is a lot of extended metaphor throughout the poem which talks about uh the struggles faced by women so uh the uh, the speaker acknowledges that it is extremely difficult for women to dive into difficult tasks it is uncertain but she's not afraid okay but she recognizes the fear and the unease in the company but she still wants to dive ahead and go through it she talks about diving through the body armor of black rubber the absurd flippers and the grave and awkward mask the diving uniform at once suggests that the journey is akin to going to a battle so basically throughout the poem the 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 uh, the speaker tells us how difficult it is for women to face problems to 
go head on in the game and still succeed what's more that no one can help the speaker she's totally alone on the journey which is quite similar to the fact the what women face these days yet even if exploration brings all kind of danger the explorer must discover the treasures and the beauty as well exploration brings first hand experience and understanding is what the speaker tells us and the wreck and not the story of the wreck is important so the poem could read as an extended metaphor for diving into the depths of unconscious mind for example and confronting past trauma there was no single interpretation of the poem which is definitive however power of discovery self confidence and the bravery of vulnerability is prominent throughout the poem so the three poems that i spoke about truly helped me believe that i can be the woman i want to be and analyzing the poems in depth made me understand about how self confidence self love is essential thank you so much for listening to me